Oi, you lot. You listen to Garage Hammer, episode 113. And the boys are talking about the Gracie and Thankful and Bone Ripper. Isn't that appropriate? And then they're going to have their friend Rotor on, and they're all going to talk about Wapaka, because there's nothing else to talk about in January, is there? And anyway, shut it! I'm listening to me show! Welcome to the Garage U Tools. For the next three hours or thereabouts, we're going to do the best we can to inform, entertain, and perhaps have a laugh to you along the way. Bringing you persistent die rolling on a six-foot table, I'm Chris Yu. Oh, and it's me. Ah, oh, damn it, I already screwed it up. Oh, it's David, and I screwed it up, I guess. That's okay, you could be David once in a while. No. No, I better not. We better, oh. What, crap. did you have something planned there? No, I did, and then I I didn't have it written down, and then I blanked on it. I'm like, oh, I don't need to write this down. This is. Are too we rolling with it? I guess we'll roll with it. <laughs> I've never wow. seen you uh, so caught so uh, unaware, unprepared. Uh, I don't know what was going on there. Wow, that's that's. So who are you? Just for the sake of those listening that may not know. No, that's where I'm drawing the blank. I I uh, I had it all that's picked up this morning. I'm David Whitech. No, who cares about that? Fine, I'm, yeah, I'm David Whitech, and this is Garage Hammer. <laughs> wow, it is January, and we're off to a great start. <laughs> oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> On that uh, great note, let's uh, take a moment and thank our sponsors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> uh, unique Gifts and Games, located in... In Grays Lake, uh, Illinois. Mirsa Miniatures. How's that spelled? That's spelled M-I-E-R-C-E hyphen miniatures. Mantic Games. Building Bigger Armies. And finally, are you ready? I am ready for this. Okay. Okay. And Battle Foam. Protecting your army. All right. You've made up for it in more ways than one. (laughs) Why, thank you. (laughs) Fantastic. Wow. I'm just drawing a complete blank. Like, now I'm annoyed. Like I had, I, I thought you planned your whole week around that one part. I kind of, you know what? I spend more time on that stupid name than I should. I just, I'm a, a self-loathing person. I just, I got, I'll work to find a better name than myself. <laughs> oh my god! So, yeah, okay. Um, listen, I want to give another shout out to Marketplace Gaming. Um, they asked us, to, you know, to uh, they they sponsored a couple of shows, and just check out marketplacegaming.com. Um, you know, you can go there and buy and sell your stuff on their site. Um, just give it a check it out, marketplacegaming.com. That's so, adorable. And uh, that's uh, brought to us by Kevin Schwenderman. Yes. Which is just fun to say. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I sat around last night just saying that over and over again. It was... You could have been Kevin Schwenderman on the intro. Oh, that's what... Oh, see? Is that where you're, you're going to be? Um, No. I did not. I wasn't Kevin Schwenderman. Oh, I could have been Kevin Schwenderman. People have been like, who the hell is Kevin Schwenderman? Like, you don't listen to me when I speak then. It's okay. It's only the second episode of the year. You know, you yeah, okay. Um, work the rust out. So, yes, and guess what? We might as well move along to voicemail <laughs> in the clunkiest beginning of the, of the year. Okay, here, here's what we're going to do. We have voicemail. And Tell I, me about voicemail. How does how does one leave a voicemail? Well, first you f- locate a phone, then you dial 
1-757-GH-SHOW-6, and you wait for the message, and then it goes beep, and then you leave a message. It's fantastic. Um, we actually have only one, to my knowledge, voicemail. Is it uh, Jake Off related? I don't even remember. I mean, we only recorded last, like, we recorded, like, last week. So, like, we don't have a ton uh, left, and I'm trying to look. When was the last one that came Actually, you're in? supposed to say we have tons of voicemail, but we only have time to play the one. So, we here have, it is. We have, we have tons of voicemail, but we only have time to play these two. How about that? These two. Oh, okay. I'll Cue it up. Boy, master engineer, the scaver are getting in the lower levels, and there's no way to hold them back. The the scrawny one's got big green weird horns. Did we just hear a, a derf getting killed by some escape? It's still going on. This is warp, Lord Snips. And we will find you. We will eat till your heart. I didn't, I didn't quite catch that last part. I'm not even 100% certain either, no matter how much I turn it up. It's like a Skaven thing, saying they're going to find the rest of you and eat you and something like that. It was like this sort of... That was like, kind of creepy. Yeah. Like, he got attacked and run down, and the Skaven overran the post, and that was like the message. Like, it was like if the phone was still sitting there off the hook, and he just starts talking into the phone. Almost like taken. Okay. Maybe it was like taken, except for Skaven. But that was that was one. And here's a very the, particular set of it, skills. It, <laughs> it was really strange. Like at first I listened, I was like, wait, did I miss something? What's going on? And I always listen to the end, even because I'm looking at it, I'm like, listen, it's still running. And then it's like someone starts mumbling something really quiet. I'm like, that's creepy as hell. All right, let's go to the next one. Hey Dave. Hey Chris. This is Matt, aka Rocky from St. Louis. Circle Jake crew, we are coming to bits. Oh, yeah, we are so coming to bits. You hear that, Cisco Jake? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Four of us going to blood in the sun. Bits, be there. Come on now. We'll take you. Anyway, we're going to bits. It's going to be fun. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Chris. We'll see you later. Awesome. That's cool. They're coming out to bits. How many Uh, people need to be in the... uh... How many people do you need to be on the team thing for Friday? Oh, I I don't know if we've really talked about that. I oh. think it was three or four. Oh, that's what I was wondering. I was wondering if you knew. I didn't know. I mean, I know you know teams got to have at least a you know. I don't know what size the teams are. So yeah, I don't either. You know, we've heard quite a bit from the St. Louis crew, but we haven't heard from Frisco Jake in a while. Maybe he just not even answered. Maybe he's like, Psh, they're from St. Louis. Psh, forget about it. I mean, after that, after that rap that uh, St. Louis put in last time, it's hard to respond to that. <laughs> yeah. That was St. Louis, Jake, wasn't it? Um, dude, I don't remember which I Jake think, it is. It dude, I'm not paying. I got to be honest <laughs> with you. I'm not paying that much. That I'm not paying that much attention to the Jake off. Like it's, it, I know what's going on. I know they're both named Jake. Oh, I'm in. I'm enthralled. I'm all in. Yeah, <laughs> just like, all right, let him. I want to start put, placing wagers. I want to talk. I want to see their army lists. 
break them down, do an analysis, and, and place wagers on who's going to win. So now the other guys are going to sign up for bits, and they're going to come, and they're going to come. They're going to go to the website, find out how much you need to have a team. Yeah, it's going to be a come rumble. with their teams, and the Jakes will then they'll grudge each other round one of the team tournament. Yeah, totally. Sharks versus Jets. That's on. Why do you got to make a cut? <laughs> you do that on purpose. You know yeah, that West Side Story, and you bring up every time we bring up a conflict. You're like, yeah, Sharks and Jets, <laughs> Jackhole. Hey, that's how gangs rumble nowadays, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that is. They, they throw down. Yes, that's the dirt right there. So, oh my God, whatever. So that's the voicemail. Uh, international callers, please dial zero zero one seven five seven G H show six. Um, yeah, so that's that. Cool. Quick intro. We've got some uh, stuff to talk about here so why don't we take our break and we'll uh, we'll call Rotor and we'll come back. You got David and Chris on Garage Hammer. folks it's dave are you looking for that special model to add to your army a monstrous creature or maybe a character model something unusual that not everybody else is fielding on their table well then you should check out mirce miniatures at mirceminiatures.com their darklands line is full of some of the most fantastic creature models you'll ever see and with the success of their recent kickstarter those models will be perfect for you to play in their forthcoming Darklands game. So whether you're looking for a new skirmish level game to play with lots of cool monstrous creatures, or you're just looking for that extra special model to add to your existing games line, Mierce Miniatures is really worth your time. Check them out at Mierce-Miniatures.com, and seriously guys, you'll be glad you did. back. Garage Hammer coming at you. Coming at ya. We are joined by a very special guest. Rotor. Of Hi! Shows. We're <laughs> just rolling special. dice, brother. Yeah, well, you want in on the game. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bud? Not much, man. I'm super uh, I'm super pumped. Looking forward to, uh, to Wapaka, and uh, I'm glad you guys picked up the banana phone and called. Ring, ring, ring. When the banana phone's me, ringing, I just gotta hydrate here. Rolling. This section's about to get super hot. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Let's do it. Break it down. What is what is your beverage of choice? Are you drinking water? Uh, True hydration. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wild man. No, no. Look, dude. Uh, with Wapaka literally days away, uh, I've got my my kid has a super bad cold right now and so i am like taking a whole bunch of vitamin c's and airborne and drinking water like too much water <laughs> to just keep the system flushed i keep running to the bathroom it's it's all part of my master plan to stay healthy i got to make it 5 more days you know what i mean <laughs> so this is this is preventative maintenance dude good man i like to hear yeah. it i'm a pro 
You might have to wear one of those like surgical masks just around the house. It's not a bad idea. I do have a, I do have an airbrush mask, so I might strap that on. Wouldn't hurt. Straight great people out, breathing all heavy. Hey, it's all for <laughs> a pack of baby. Hey, are we going to bring that up again? That, that, that was a subtle think. <laughs> what a jackhole. Didn't, didn't so much need the nod, but you're going for it, so, you know. Anyway. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I, was they were, wearing uh, the, I was wearing the headphone mic combo thing that I just use on the computer, like if you're playing and Skyping with people or something. And le- the first time we were using it and I had the headphones plugged into my phone down here in the crypt, like I wasn't getting reception Dave, or something. I don't think anybody knows what you're talking about, and that's totally cool, you know? you got to put it in context. Oh. oh, so Dave, please explain why you're, you're de- <laughs> <laughs> defending yourself. Yeah, because uh, yeah, nobody told me till halfway through the segment. No, we told was- you. I texted you. I said. Uh, yeah, and then I moved it away, and I thought it wasn't as bad. But I, I, I and you texted me after Roder said something. But he said something after we'd been on for like fifteen minutes. So, so anyway, really, yeah, so the reading uh, on the last episode of Skull Bros was is the issue here. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Dave and Chris were. Both gracious enough to come on Skull Bros Awesome, uh, which you can find on SkullBrosAwesome.com. Um, and uh, Dave sounded like he was dying, and it was pretty fabulous. <laughs> so, uh, it was like Darth Vader's, like, you know, sicker cousin. Um, but let's move past that. We're, we're good. We're good. Ancient history. Yeah. It's embarrassing. I, I, I am kind of thrilled that this show is as much of a car crash as, as mine, though. I, I wasn't sure. I thought you guys were way more professional. Turns out, no, you just have much better like post-production, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened, David. He's usually rock solid. He derailed us blanking. Love it. Yeah. You know what? It's, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble seeing straight. I'm so, I'm so uh, out of sort with all these stupid rumors floating around and stuff, so... I'm going to blame it on that. Well, that's a good segue because we are in the news and rumors section. <laughs> see, there we go. That's see what I did there. Now that that I rotor. Yeah, that's, no, you're. You, that's, I'm taking notes. That's I'm writing that's, stuff that's, down that's, right now. Right. <laughs> you guys are bringing heat. <laughs> kind of can't keep up. But uh, seriously, have you guys heard anything interesting lately? Oh God! Did you guys get your thankful? books i did no i got i got an email from g-dub saying it's in the mail i get it wednesday so the whole drive to wapaka i'm gonna be in the passenger seat just reading it and complaining reading it out loud to so the like for the you know like an yeah, audio so book for the car for the whole car myself and Braska can like come up with another rant or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna enter that tournament hot <laughs> hot and bothered salty as hell so uh, you did. You both did get the hardcover versions, then. Yep. Did order it? Yeah. Okay. I picked my. Uh, I haven't even ordered yet. UGG contacted me. They said we have a hardcover and we'll be getting soft cover. Which would you like? And I haven't got back to them. I don't know. It just slipped on my priority list for whatever reason this time around. So, Chris, are you a collector? Would you describe yourself nah. as that? Try and no. You don't have every army book or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I, I I do because I feel like I need to be up to date in terms of like the strategies and the gameplay or whatever. But I don't feel like I have to have every single thing to complete my GW collection. So how are you going to do the Thankwall episode that I'm sure you guys are going to do? We will 
cross that bridge when we get if there. If Chris but, doesn't buy the book, I'll loan him. I'll loan him mine. But we right. still have Kate to do in the meantime. So, all right, yeah. Which I was talking to Tomlin today, and he's 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 all excited. He's happy to take he, a chapter out of that. He's like, he wanted bit. to talk. He wanted to talk Kane when you guys were talking Glotkin. Oh, I right. know. I loved it. He read he read that whole book like the day he got it. He's like, I got it. I sat down. I read the whole thing. He's like, it was that good. I was like, wow, yeah, really? Well, we got to cue that up while inspiration is running hot. Yeah, well, and he's willing to take chapters and do the note part on it and, like, take the lead. So I'm um, nice. like, hey, let him do the work. <laughs> <laughs> he's so excited. But uh, that's going to be awesome. But I picked up my thankful book, and it's doesn't. there's no legions in it. So nobody in that book is falling into the six little legions list or something like that. I don't know what it is. And then hmm. You get formations, you know. Which I don't mind formations so much, except when other people get full on legions, you know, then they're like, oh, look, if you take this guy, then you don't have to take. I think that's the, the closest thing you're going to get to a slayer list out of this whole thing is uh, the dwarf one. Right. I, I don't have it in front of me, but it, you take X and then you don't have to fulfill your core requirement. Okay. So if you want it, so you, it doesn't say you can take slayers as core. It says you don't have to fulfill your core requirement. So you can take your your lords and heroes as much as you want, and then you can take 50% slayers. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? It says that in this book? Yeah, that's one of the formation things, uh, if I read oh. it correctly. Yeah. What what other army formations outside of Skaven do they talk about? Lizards get one, don't they, Rotor? Lizards do get one. So the uh, formations are kind of interesting. They... Um, G-Dub really introduced those things in 40K. Um, with Grey Knights, they've got a formation that if you take, you know, and th- the way they're structured, you have to take, um, like, four to seven units specified. There's no size requirements, so you could have, you know, minimum size units or maximum size units or whatever. Um, but if you if you do take the specified required units then you get typically a special rule or special rules or it unlocks something or or whatever and so um like in 40k i play gray knights and the formation in their codex um if i take that it allows the entire army to deep strike in so you shoot down alpha strike blow some people up take off um for the thankwall book the um, the lizard one, I think it's called the the red host or the red crest host or something along these lines. Um, it wants you to take the special character Tehuan. It wants two of the um, Bastilodons with the uh, like snake ovens on their back. Mm-hmm. It wants um, a skink uh, skink chief, and then it wants like uh, a unit of um, non skirmishing skinks, and the chief has to go in there, and then it. If he's in there, it gives them plus one weapon skill, taking them all the way up to three. Very exciting. But but the formation does give um, army-wide hatred against Skaven. So it's really set up kind of as a fluff battle thing. Um, It's certainly not over the top in the way that, like, you know, Super Carl or uh, Chaos Legions or whatever you want to point to um, being super strong. This is just much more of a fluffy, fun, one-off type situation here. Is there any uh, – do you take solace in the fact that they're kind of throwing you a little lizard man cookie here? Um, <laughs> no, in that I think it's pretty crummy. And here's – so you've got to take the 
two Bastilodons with the snakes, right? And I think that those are just a, a very poor investment. I think uh, they're like 150 a pop. You're better just spending the 150 on the snakes themselves, like the bases of uh, mm. of uh, um, because I think he he will spit one out on a four plus, and over the course of a game, like he averages three. It's better to just buy six bases up front, which covers the cost of him anyway. Um, I, I just haven't found much luck with that guy. I much prefer the one with the uh, the laser on his back, mm-hmm. but the guy with the laser on his back is actually banned from this um, this little list. So mm-hmm. you really can't maximize sort of the good stuff. Um, it very much plays into the the whole Sotek thing, and so they want the poison and the snakes, and that sort of it's it's very fluffy based, mm-hmm. not so much. You know, just throw it all into stew and figure out what works the best. You know, right? Yeah. Interesting. Oh, so I just I had Harrison grab my book. Yeah, mine is almost never going to get used because for my for mine, here's what I have to take. I've got to take three units of Slayers, a unit of Iron Drakes, a unit of Rangers, a unit of Hammerers, Joseph Bugman, the new Ungrim in the book. Ungrim gets a new makeover, and I got to take him and Thorgrim Grudge Bearer. And if okay. I do that, uh, I ignore the core rules, like the core minimums, because they're not there. Uh, and then what do I get? I get to re-roll failed to hit rolls when making a death blow attack with Ungrim or any Slayer model from a unit from this formation that's within 12 inches of Ungrim. So if he's got those three blocks of Slayers and he's in the middle, they all get to re-roll uh, their to hit blows on that you know that de- that death attack. That that final attack they make when yeah, they die. Right. And okay. then they also get this. You can reroll to wound rolls and armor saves of one for any model in a unit with the same army as this formation that was chosen from the core section of the army list. So basically, it'd be Bugman's Rangers. I think would be the only ones. So is this does this fall into the too fluffy category? Well, I mean, you'd have to take. I mean, you're taking Thorgrim and Ungrim. They do have to play that in a huge game. Do and you get the, the new list. Thorgrim on that one? The 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 bro of fire or whatever they're called. Yeah. Ungrim incarnate of fire is, is also in that too. Okay. And, uh, yeah, basically he's got, uh, he's got everything that plus a strength four breath weapon with flaming attacks. And he has an innate bound spell, power level five magic missile, 24 inch, two D six strength four flaming hits. Hmm. So, uh, super dwarf player. What do you think of, Dwarves now having fire magic, or at least him. I think that's weird, but they made him the incarnate of fire, and they had those other incarnates too. So apparently, he just embodies that fire, mm-hmm. and so they give him the thing. He hits all of his hits are flaming. He's got a breath attack is flaming. Yeah, his you know everything his 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 axe. If you have a flaming banner against him, you're you're screwed because everything he does is flaming. I mean, he's he's, he's, he's bordering on uh, chaos dwarfdom. My <laughs> eyes. Yeah, yeah, keep it up. I'm serious, dwarf flaming. But I just I thought know. it was interesting that there was no legions and just formations. There's one for Empire. There's a couple for Skaven. Anything for ONG? Nope. Nothing. Uh, just silent void there. No question. Yeah, there's nothing. You know, those bros have been left out. Well, they'll come storming back with a vengeance. Oh, I'm sure they'll kick book. him in the head at the end or something. Skarsnik. It'll be the thickest book ever. We got one more book. There's all sorts of stuff to be done and had in here. 
Um, you know, with Archeon coming, any I mean, seriously, we ha- haven't gotten it, finished the stuff with Archeon. We haven't finished the stuff with Nagash. This last book is going to be huge, and there's going to be a ton going on. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, I've got to get ready for the uh, the bubble hammer. Yeah, and that kind of brings us to the next. That brings us, I guess, to the next topic in the news and rumors. <laughs> is uh, you know the rumors? <sighs> David is not pleased. You know what? Does anybody else just sort of like? Oh, I don't, I don't care. Like ninth edition is going to come when it comes, and it's going to be what it is, and I'll either like it or I won't. But I'm not going to like freak out about it like i get it if you play lizards and you really that's all you play and that's what you love to play and it looks like you guys are taking off but we don't i mean there's still all this other book left you know i mean is it the the, all the stuff that people are are pontificating on that we don't know is going to be true or is it the negative reaction to the to what people fear Am I the only person who's just like, ugh, I'm so tired of listening to it? Am I? Maybe I am. Then no, I, I'm, I'm there with you. But at the same time, I can't help but wonder. Okay, if this all goes to round bases. What does that mean? You know, bubble. That was crazy. Oh. It is crazy. Did sure. you see the the picture of the the Skaven, um, the mm-hmm. uh, plague furnace, and the uh, yeah the bell on on big oval round bases? And that was the studio army, right? It was, and you know, with I, I took those pictures. But someone said that was photoshopped. It is totally photoshopped. Is I, it I really? took those photos. Yeah, yeah, that was totally debunked. And, and like color shortly thereafter. Took some color, did some color changes and everything, and you can see the. I mean, it's a poor job. I mean, you're familiar with Photoshop, Rotor, the the cloning tool. Sure, they did that, except it's it's cloned squares that they did. You're it's kidding not even, me! I almost committed suicide the other day. That's crazy. It is, yeah, it is crazy, but I guess it's a legit GW photo because they feature that, I guess, on a White Dwarf issue or some digital media that, that GW puts out. My and I, White Dwarf, you don't see the whole picture. like the, Wait, so you're saying, if I'm hearing this correctly, you're saying that Workshop themselves made the Photoshop? I don't know if they made it, but they used it in one of their okay, digital so, publications. So they certainly, if they didn't make it, they, they certainly condoned it. Right. Interesting. That that makes it very interesting then. And I just don't understand, A, if they're going to use that picture, why not just take a photo of the real thing? And B, if you're going to Photoshop it, it was such an amateur, like, ugh, like a, a high school kid's type of work. You know what I mean? Not even a prof- – like semi-pro. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I don't know. I didn't even look at it. I just reacted negatively and moved on. That's just sort of how, <laughs> how it works. Yeah, it, it, it's so obviously fake. So I don't know what to make of that. Round bases, it, it feels like they're moving the game towards a smaller level skirmish type game. Uh, and then there's this, you know, the superhuman faction. I guess that would be like the equivalent of Space Marines. That would be their big seller on the fantasy side, right? Is that what they're trying to do? Yeah, but you know, you know what caught me on that rumor is the rumor sort of said it, it paired um, the new ascended Carl Franz with that rumor and said like, look to the Carl Franz for an example of what we're talking about. And I, that was sort of the tip for me that said this is totally bunk. And yeah, because how does the new ascended Carl point to? what would be this new legion i mean he's got a bananas weapon that like 
auto wounds, D3 wounds, plus one wound. Uh, he's got the high, he's got the mixed profile, he's got the high armor, he's got the good ward. But that wouldn't be an army-wide thing, so I don't, unless they were just saying that it's a whole bunch of dead guys who have ascended. Like, what's, is that the concept that they're talking about? I, I, I just, I couldn't quite grasp what that meant. It's so, the the rumor is so, like, interpretable in so many different ways, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I hear you. Pro- probably the, the problem in dealing with with uh, rumors in general are, you know, it, it's it's sort of like when you watch movies that have, like, a prophecy, and they're like, well, could be it, it, it could be interpreted any number of ways and still be right. Um, that's kind of what these things sort of feel like to me, you know? A, a yeah. lot of these rumors felt like somebody got hold of the Thankwall book early, read it and said, this is ninth and, and kind of went with that. That's where you get the bubbles. That's where you get the end of lizards. That's where you get. So I, I that's I why I'm know. not buying this and everybody, and I'm just, I'm, oh, uh, Wait, do they, I swear do they to God, if that's the, the way bubbles? it's going to go, I swear to God, if that's the way it's going to go, I'm so they, not playing this game. They anymore. talk about the bubbles. Uh, can I? Can I do a spoiler? I'm not sure what your your policy. Go ahead. Is. So, so um, the Skaven create a super gun to take down um, Morsley, which is the the moon that's made of uh, warp stone, and they blow the thing out of the sky, essentially, right? And the moon itself is raining warp stone and fire down on the old world or the Warhammer world. And that's when um, the Slans, uh, uh, specifically Mazda Mundi and Lord Croak, cook up a spell to create a um, like a dome over the Southlands and over Lustria to prevent them getting pounded out by the chunks of warp, uh, warped stone that's falling. Um, it, it severely weakens them. They ultimately die. But before Croak dies, he creates these big bubbles, and it takes ch- chunks of Lustria itself into these bubbles, and it says that it sends them into the void, whatever the void is. It didn't say the warp. So I'm a little bit concerned about what it means for that. Um, but then the continents of Lustria and the Southlands sink into the sea, and they're gone. <laughs> but, like... Before they go, like, so, uh, you know, Lustria itself is now in these bubbles sent up to the void. A lot of the slons that were left got onto the starship pyramids and took off. And with them went um, some stuff, you know. Um, I believe that uh, Krokgar on his Carnosaur got out. Um, I believe that some of the skinks got out. It seemed like the Saurus didn't get out, but, you know. I, I don't know exactly how spawning pools work, so if we've got a couple slons around, maybe they can make one or save one. or I, I, I don't know, but it, it didn't seem to me, the point being is that the rumor was lizards were wiped. And I think a more careful reading of, of the pages indicate that lizards are pushed way back in terms of how they're doing, but they're not wiped. They're just going to have to kind of rebuild, you know? But it turns out they come out of these waters fully formed, so eh, is it going to be that big of an issue? I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, maybe the drama is is higher than the actual 
consequences. I swear to God, if they do stuff like that, if I wanted to do that, then I would have played this other game. But I don't want to do that. And I swear to God, I swear to God, if they do that, if they change that, they're going to disrespect their customers. I swear to God, they're going to disrespect their customers, and they're oh, going to be so rude. And and you know what? And I'm and and. And, and that's uh, I, 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 right, don't, I don't Dave, know if I'll right, play. Dave. I don't know yeah, if I'll play. Take a breath. Take a breath. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's I'll okay. play. It's okay. But I, I, here again, let me point to one other thing, which is so the rumors said that Ninth Ed will be taking place in like a bubble world, essentially where there's like these bubbles of different realities crashing into each other. Mm-hmm. And it also said that the lizards are gone. But in this book specifically, when the concept of these little bubbles appears, Lustria is the first ecosystem in a bubble so why would we be gone we why would the lizards be gone you know what i mean like it well i hope you're right because i swear already at this point the the rumors and and what's in the book i know i know gw does this they're disrespecting their customers i know i I don't know that i can keep playing this game i know buddy i know i'm here with you i'll hold your hand it's scary right now it's real well it's it's kind of um positive and negative then in, in what you're saying and what I'm hearing. So the lizards will probably still be around for better or worse, but right. then we are headed toward, this is another step confirming I, that we're headed towards this bubble idea. I, I, I think that it's just a little bit hard to work in every army with a great angle in these big campaigns. I mean, we haven't seen hide nor hair of, of orcs and goblins. So I think that they sort of had the lizards play with uh, the rats for a minute and then just gave them like the, you know, hit the eject button and they just split from the old world. And uh, that's it for them in end times. And that's cool. You know, I mean, not everybody can make it to the end, you know? So. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to make of it. I'm, I'm bracing myself. I feel like I've been bracing myself for like six months now. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to when ninth finally does drop. Now, what do you mean? Now, what do you mean bracing yourself? Bracing yourself for what the new edition holds, or are you just just because you've put projects on hold and you're waiting to see what? Do you mean yes to everything that you just said? So, I mean, we've talked about uh, talked about it a lot. So, from a painting perspective, I've come to a screeching halt because I don't know what's going to happen. Circle bases, etc. From a power creep perspective, I'm kind of paralyzed because all these other armies are just making leaps and bounds in terms of. Nagashing and Karl Franzing over everyone else. So, what I don't know what that means for the army, you know, or, orcs and goblins. I suppose I could jump back into Hiles, but meh. So, for that reason, hobbies kind of stalled out on me a little bit as well. So, I'm bracing myself for better or worse what's going to happen when ninth happens. I don't know what quite fully what to expect, whether it's the doom and gloom and the end of the world bubble stuff and how bad that I envision. A drastic a change that's going to be, or is it just going to be a, a slight change and we're still on square bases and it's Warhammer, it's business as usual? That's what I mean by embracing myself. I don't know what to expect. Yeah, I, I, that's kind of my point. I, I mean, you're being calm about it, which is cool because you're just like, I don't know what to do. You know, I'm just waiting to see what's going to happen. But you're not like, I don't know. I just, I'm, I guess. Uh, you hear so few people, and I've, I've only heard a couple say it. I'm kind of interested to see what they pull next. I mean, they've done okay the last few editions. I just can't, you know, I mean, people were nervous before 8th came out, and people stalled their 
well, I don't know what to, I don't know, with this stepping up, I don't know, sounds like it's going to be bigger, but I don't know, what am I going to increase? I'm going to hold off on building my army anymore until I know. They do, they, we did this last edition. I mean, the, the holding off on the hobby happens if you're just at a natural end point or you're not exactly certain and you hear this new edition's coming out, you tend to, 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 to pause. You know, I'm I'm fortunate in, like I said, that if this does stay with legions, I have an undead legion army. I have something to play. So I'm not that worried. I'm still kind of building stuff, and I'm not I'm not freaking out about it. But I'm not buying anything more either. I totally get holding off and not wanting to build anything or do anything more than what you have if you're not understanding. But I'm just saying we've done it. This we've gone through that before too. Yeah, I think it's it's human nature to expect the worst when you don't know what's coming. Do you remember Y2K? It's kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of like that. And then when Fair it, point, when, Doc. When it happens, I think it'll be a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> I hope it will be. It's just, you know, there's. I just, uh, every time I turn on, it's just somebody else saying how they're ready to quit. I'm ready to quit. These rumors, I'm ready to quit. Yeah, I think that's that's just hyperbole. I, I, everyone will try it, you know. If it is round bases and it is bubble hammer or whatever, everyone, I think, owes it to themselves, to their friends, to their models to their hobby investment money investment whatever to give it a try and then you can pass judgment and if you decide to move on fair enough but yeah i think you have to try it i plan on trying it i hope you guys do do too yeah without a doubt dude i like this dude, game been, and i mean there's people playing who... for 15 years you know We're, right I, I can't leave now like yes you can yes you can if they All disrespect right. you All enough right. <laughs> if they keep raising right. these prices disrespecting me Put out stupid editions. Everyone knows it sucks. Now they're giving me crap. <laughs> Doom and gloom, Dave oh my here. God, it just oh, you know, I could start rumors too. I could just read something and start rumors. I could just read into something and start rumors. Hey, here's one I heard, or maybe I didn't. Maybe I'm just making it up myself. You know, you should that, uh, Photoshop some some false pictures and post them and say, hey, look what's coming. Yeah, because you know, you know, Ben Curry. You know, he had the baby and all, and he hasn't been able to produce as much Showtime as he normally has you know but i think the baby's a cover i heard that ben curry was play testing ninth and just was like that's it i'm oh. never doing this ever again and so now he's just waiting he's just doing this slow burn if they, if they do this if they disrespect the gamers like this i'll stop the podcast altogether that's where he's been the baby's just a, a convenient excuse for him to slow burn over it that's that's your conspiracy theory yes huh? that's that's my conspiracy theory yeah bold yeah interesting that's what I'm thinking. I'm calling. I'm I'm debunking that rumor right now. I'm saying no truth. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Gotta keep hydrating. There keep you go. hydrating. I could, or or you know what? We could, we you know. I don't know. It just drives me nuts. You get all these people who are just so doom and gloom. Say, like, hey, it could be cool. No, can't be cool. Well, hey, I, it could get so serious that. People can start issuing crazy press releases about. It's funny stuff. you mention that because we have one. Uh, what? I was I was I was looking around on the internet in the forums and I found a press release from the United States Alliance of Gamers to know exactly what's wrong with this game and why GW sucks, but we keep playing and bitching in equal parts anyway. Got it right here. You haven't wow. seen this? What's the acronym for that group? I, I don't know. <laughs> USAG I don't think that is one, because there's still more. Book, pab, e, pa. 
<laughs> Sounds like you're speaking Wookiee, but okay. <laughs> vaguely racist, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so what is what does the press release say? I'm going to read it to you because okay. these people know what's up. Based on current ninth edition Warhammer Fantasy rumors, we as an organization, the United States Alliance of Gamers, know exactly what's wrong with this game and why GW sucks, but we keep playing and bitching in equal parts anyway. Apparently, which might be Usag Wake Walk Wakes and Seems a Plague Um There's no shit yet. I don't know how that came from. Um we as an organization have no choice but to announce we are officially raised quitting this poorly thought out affront uh, all gamer, war, war gamers everywhere, even the ones who don't play fantasy and even the ones who've never even heard of Games Workshop. On whatever date this toxic affront is released, if before that time the rumor of round bases and fantasy becomes reality, we will have no choice but to immediately rage quit and preemptively boycott 10th, 11th, and 12th editions Warhammer Fantasy. We're sorry, but after the horrors of 8th edition and the absolute insult that is the end times. These rumors of GW's future plans, no matter how erroneous, nonsensical, or apocryphal, have gone too far. Someone has to take a stand. Additionally, we encourage all players in the game to send their Lizardman mouse to Andrew Kneecamp, where they can then be gathered oh. into a single pyramid, or as close to a pyramid as you can make in a pile, and then set aflame. At that time, we'll measure the distance from which the conflagration can be seen, and that distance will define the GW hate radius that we all will emanate. Thank you for your time, and remember, GW can do no right. See, that's... That's what it's coming to now, just from these. Rumors. I liked it. I don't. I don't know. I end up with some sweet stuff, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> just seal yourself terrible. in a bubble and start painting. Uh, so interesting. I think that's enough of news and rumors. And like I said, dude. I mean, I don't want the game to turn into shit, but I don't think anybody does. But I'm, you know, I'm gonna keep playing and having fun, and whatever we get, we get. Right. Okay. So, I guess that's it, huh? I guess we should take a break. Yeah, let's talk some toolbox. Yeah. Wow. It's like, Rotor, is he there? Did I, did I just silence him? No, I'm, I'm just thinking about how many lizard men might be coming in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> that one. And how you have that's to burn them, though. the you, worst idea. Well, you, well, you know, I didn't actually sign the make, contract. You have to make a reasonable facsimile. I, listen, these guys are stepping out. They're making some assumptions. Might might have to make an ass out of them. You know? <laughs> Tell you what, here's here's what we'll do. If you're going to Wapaka, do that. Bring me some Lizard Man models, and then we'll kind of feel it out and decide from there what happens with this stuff. You know? Agreed. Kind of cool. Agreed. This will be out. Hopefully, this should be out right before everybody leaves for Paca, so they can always just grab a few lizard men. What do they care? Just I'm, put them... I'm sure you've got some skinks sitting in a box somewhere. Hook me up, <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That's that's the message. Contribute. We should make that the episode the title. Hmm. Hook up Rotor. On the... That's a terrible episode title. I'm not going to stop you. It's just a terrible <laughs> episode title. <laughs> or How about Rotor Needs Skinks? <laughs> That's uh, we'll circle back to that. So let's take a break and we'll come back and talk some toolbox. <laughs> oh, this is the best episode ever. Yeah, 
Truck Superstore. That's right, folks. Chaos Orc Superstore, your one-stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chess X Dice, and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War. Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted boarded miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you. Because at Chaos Org Superstore, what you see is what you get. Chaos Org Superstore. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Are Fantastic. we? Are, oh, wait. Fantastic! Okay. Amazing. Yeah. What a segue. Wait, 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 wait! I'm gonna do this right. Everybody, cool out. Hit stop. Hit pause. And we're gonna start again. Are you ready? Here we go. And we are back with Garage Bros. Awesome, Dave. What are we talking about? Talking the toolbox. Brought to you by Chaos Superstar. We're going to be talking about them at the end of the show, too. Got something awesome going on. So, uh, Toolbox. Um, let's get through this. Reading is the first thing. Chris, have you started Kane? No. Okay. <laughs> it's on my. It's on the docket. I, I, I'm painting for Paca. I got this Arachnor right. to paint. I'm not so reading up. it either. I am Ooh, not. So. Are you a hobby hero? What is this? <laughs> no, I'm kind of doing it as a favor kind of for a friend, and I figure I might as well paint it anyway, so long story. <laughs> it, it'll probably be... I can't say too much. Just saying right. it's kind of a favor project. Got it. But yeah, reading for me, nada. Uh, yeah, um, I've just been getting through stuff at work. Uh, I haven't started. Uh, I haven't started Kane either. Um, so yeah, I've, I'm in the same boat. Not a lot of reading growing on at all. So, what about you, Road Dog? Well, um, funny you ask. Uh, I don't read actually. Um, pretty much, I'm. I'm. Uh, I, I can't read. I don't know. But um, I did pick up the latest Garrow uh, uh, audio drama on Black Library. Um, haven't listened to it. I actually loaded up my my uh, phone with the four previous Garrow audiobooks, and I've got through all those, so I'm like ready to go. I love the Garrow stories. I'm not a huge 40K guy in general, but um, I started trying to work my way into that universe via the audio dramas, and it turned out that they're actually super sweet. Um, as a little bit of a corollary, uh, I've been looking at the Black Library site and wondering, you know, they just don't put out much for fantasy audio. I've bought them all that they've got, but they haven't put out anything in a couple of years. And so I actually, um, like a week or two, I emailed them and I, I said, hey, I've, I've bought all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. But with this end times, I, I feel like this is a, a perfect opportunity for you guys to be releasing fantasy audio. Um ever hopeful, you know, and I got a reply from them and they said, uh, Hey road dog, thank you for your email. 
We do not currently have any Warhammer Fantasy audio scheduled, but this may be something we look into in the future. Many thanks, Stuart, Black Library Customer Services. So I thought that was kind of interesting. They are just not producing. So do you th- I guess my first question is, um, does Fantasy just not sell? Like, are they not selling any stories, any any books at all for this? Or like, what's the what's the deal there? Uh, I have no idea. Kind of broke my heart a little bit, to be yeah. honest with you. Like, I I I want to be super supportive. Like, I want I want them to give me something that I can buy. You know what I mean? Just so that um, I can get on the board and be like, see, fantasy does support itself. You just have to give us something to 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 buy. Uh, and there's no way that I can support fantasy. So it's it's sort of a weird like chicken and egg thing here. Yeah, I, I mean, know. you know, if they're not selling that many, you can't you can't fault them for saying we're not selling that many. You know, uh, if you know if more people yeah. were buying them, they'd be putting them out probably. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, like the the audio that they made available, there's like a Go Trek and Felix one. There is um, that original like Time of Legends Nagash one. There's Anarian for the High Elves, which is just a horrendous audio drama. Um, and that's it. So, like, the offerings currently are really low. Oh. So I, I don't blame people for not purchasing anything right now. But it was like, you know, if they dropped that Aunt Reynolds Nagash book that that they came out with, if they put that on audio, I, I would be, like, lining up. In fact, that's when I was buying the Thankwall stuff uh, last Friday. That's when I bought the Garrow audio and I bought the um, the Thankwall hardback um what what's the name of that one that that they're coming out with? Um, you, you know, with each of these double sets, Black Library is coming out with a hardback book that ties into it. So there was like the Battle for Altdorf uh, yeah. when Glotkin came out, and there's a uh, um, there's you know last one, yeah, there's uh... yeah, and so and so I was just kind of bummed that, but I did order the um, the Black Library story that pairs with the Thankwall release, which. Unfortunately, is completely escaping me right now. But um, I don't know. I, I did see that that they also just released um, a new Malice Darkblade ebook on uh, on Black Library to tie into the end times. So I'm kind of curious about that. I have no idea what his fate is. Um, so I'm probably going to pick that one up. Cool. I've I've picked up all the stuff they put out for all the supplemental books that go along with the. Uh, End times books. I'm going to sit down and read them as soon as I get this stuff done that I have to get done. I wonder—is that uh, like required reading? Like, does it fill in a lot of gaping holes, or just kind of no? Greg stuff on the saying, periphery. Greg was saying it takes up a much smaller scope than the book, but goes into much more detail. Hmm. So it takes a small section of something that was happening in the in the book, and zooms in and goes into uh, you know a lot more detail on that fills in the okay. little blank spots. So fair enough. I guess that's it for reading then. You listened to some books and we haven't. <laughs> right. <There you laughs> right. Go. And I haven't had any gaming since we recorded last week either. So I have really... not either. But neither. I think everybody's getting ready for Packa, man. Yeah, that's pretty much what we're doing cuz uh, uh, no hobby, time to game. I am working on my uh display board for Packa. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of big. Oh, do tell. Uh, well, I mean she it's said. 
Well, it's got to have everything I might raise. So all 200 zombies are got to be on there, and all my skeletons have to be on there. I mean, I could just put like 80 because I only have one unit of 35. I can grow it past its starting size. You know. But I don't. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What's the. Uh... Get a lot more bones there. What's the story that you're trying to tell with your display board? Like, how is it modeled? Uh, well, right now it's two chunks of pink foam. But I'm hoping when I add in all these Garden of More bits and the fence part that it almost looks sort of more like a bit of a cemetery type area, maybe. And then maybe if I can figure out how to do it, I wanted to put in a bit of a swampy area so that it'll match up. That section will match with the zombies coming out, you know. I thought okay. that would be cool. cool if I can do it. If not, it's just going to be a place with ground and some bits of the garden of more and my army on it but uh, i figured a cemetery works for pretty much any army especially when the general is a necromancer and not a have you have you sat down and measured out how everything's gonna fit on there yet that's what i'm working on i've got two big four by four pieces that are that are setting together so it'll be nice and thick and sturdy um, and then I'm just laying out all the all the movement trays, making sure that all, that's all there, and then putting out the pieces around that, seeing where, making sure where I want everything so it's it's the right size. Are you committing to this? Like, will we see this at PACA for sure? <laughs> I'm gonna have a display board at PACA. Uh, yeah, come look. If it looks like it, it's either gonna look like a cemetery with a swamp, or it's gonna look like a place with some bits of the Garden of Moor and my army on it. Um, but it'll be there at Packer. Okay. All right, cool. You guys are listening and driving right now and listening to this. Drive faster if you want to see it. So. <laughs> yeah, no, don't don't get in an accident over this. I'm, I promise you, it's not worth it. Is it is it gonna is it gonna survive the drive? I guess that's the next question. I got the minivan. It's gonna survive. Yeah, quality. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. It's just it's just Chris and I in the van, so we drop the seats in the in the back. Uh, you know the couch and got all that room to pack everything in. It's still room for display couch. Board. Well, the back of the it's the three. It's a mini. It's not like three. a it's not like a conversion van down by the river. Is no, it? it's a minivan. <laughs> got some free candy for me, buddy. <laughs> Always got free candy for you, Rotor. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm doing, and I may paint up these spirit hosts since I got the since I got the word from Tomlin and the uh, the vampire themed. Casket will be ready when he gets to when it'll, it finished it today. Wow! So it'll be there at Paca, and it's, nice. So, and that's that's the I'm going to use that one model of his since I won it. Gosh, are you a lucky duck? Are you kidding me with that whole victory? By the way, <laughs> I, that was crazy. Have you talked about it on this show? If if you have, I must have blacked out. That no, <laughs> you haven't. You should. That's insanity. I thought you you, you did mention it, didn't you? You know, no. He call, when we called him to record Glotkin, he told me because he had rolled for it like ten minutes earlier, uh, and we'll he had other people down. there with him. All right, um, people who were nice and helpful to Chris Tomlin from the Black Sun um, were in consideration for an <laughs> army he was giving away. It was not a raffle or it was a contest. Not a raffle. He certainly. just he just wanted to show appreciation to people who helped him out with the show through the years, especially the year twenty fourteen, and. If you did that right, um, you know, and then if did right by him, he just 
randomly picked one of us wow. who've helped him, and it happened to be me. And so I got I got part of it in the mail, dude, like last week. So now I have two more Vargolfs, which are so. No, wait, I, back up. What did you win? Oh, I won his his whole vampire army, and he's like, I'm not done painting it. He's going to actually paint it up, and then he's sending me. Uh, he's, uh, I get the his book, and I was going to get the Tomb King book and the cards too because it was all that stuff, but. And ballpark for me, how many points are we talking about? Well, I haven't gotten everything yet, but I, so far I've unpacked 90 zombies uh, from Mantic are in there, which made me happy. And I told him not to paint stuff. them. No, I told him not to paint those. I said, just send them, because I'll just paint them up like mine and do the basing like mine for my armor. Right. The road the road to 1,000? Yeah, yeah, kind of like on? That. Yeah, it seems to, because now it's going to hit 300. Right. Right. I got right. you, I got you. Um, but there was eight... Uh, Crypt Horrors, there was a Vargulf, there were two Terrorgeists, now I have three. Oh my god. And the other one that I had when I bought two was I was like, do I make two Terrorgeists, do I make the Zombie Dragon? I have no reason not to make the Lord on a Zombie Dragon, other than it's, it sucks on the table. But if I have it built, I'll take it. So I've sure got, not. You know, I got that, and then uh, you know, like I said, a couple of Spirit Hosts he made, um, and the movement trays for all these things, and... Oh, yeah, the only the 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 great thing is it's just, it's it adds to my army. Um, the only negative thing is um, it's painted much better than mine. Oh, what a bummer! <laughs> I'm like, wow, I'm going to put this on and it's not going to it's going to be like, oh look, these are the really nice models. Oh, these are Dave's models. <laughs> oh no, you you can't look at it like that. Something to something to aspire to. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited, dude. He even did like conversions on the one Terrorgeist wing, so that way it doesn't. Look like the other one, you know. So it's like, cool. uh, oh, yeah. I was, I am totally jazzed. I, I, I couldn't be. I, I mean, I can't be more excited. Like, this is everything that I've wanted to do with my army. Like, these are all the things I wanted to have in redundancy. But I'm like, I don't want to buy that model and paint that again. I've got so many other things I need to finish. Well, so, here's like, handed to you on a silver platter. Oh, wow! It was so awesome. It was so awesome. When he told me I won, I was freaking out. There was all sorts of bad language being thrown about. Um, oh, it was fantastic. And now I've got that, and I'm very excited. And I'm going to see him next week and thank him. And he's bringing me jelly babies. And you're going to share them with me. Some. You'll get some. One, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Us fatties and our jelly babies. You know? <laughs> Sticking together, dog. That's how we do. <laughs> Because you, you understand when you're a fatty, you're like, you know, if I was a fatty and this guy's eating jelly babies in front of me, I'd want him to give me some <laughs> jelly babies. Oh, my God. Break me off. Yeah, seriously. Dude. Oh, my. By the way, me, zero so far. You, that's, <laughs> that's at least twice. two. That's twice. <sighs> Yikes. Holy mackerel. Oh, boy. Wow. Holy mackerel. So hobby continued. Rotor. <laughs> yeah. Man of intrigue. Is it done? <clears throat> so I gotta, I gotta tell you, um, the rumors broke me. I stopped everything. I had been painting both a man of intrigue, which um, was gonna be who's the white lizard for the lizard men. He's kind of cool. He's like an albino bro. Um, I don't know. I I was painting him up to match my troglodon, which is also supposed to be an albino thing. He was looking dope. I also had six Croxagore, uh on on the thing. Mm. I, it was full stop, dude. Okay. Uh, just my spirits fell. However, um, I've decided that 
not only am I going to start pounding on this dude to get him done again, um, he will be done. He will be at Wapaka. Uh, in addition, I'm going full steam ahead on this army again. I'm going to start collecting more stuff. I'm going to start building more stuff. I'm going to build the best list that I can. I'm going to paint it, and I'm going to take it to bits, and I'm going to win best Lizard Man of the Year there. That's that's where I'm at for my hobby. Nice. Bring I went that from heat rotor. No- Bring that Dude, heat. I went from nothing to everything. I'm putting it all in. I'm putting it on the line, and I'm going to take that best Lizard Man of the Year. Believe it. Boom. So, you know, wow. I got that going on for that me. That is <laughs> Hold on. Seriously. Now I need a drink now. Okay, I couldn't slurp it because it was coming out of the top of the Dunkin' Donuts. No, I know, baby. Little I know. There's no slurp. I know. I don't have a beverage. I'm going to my uh, paint water here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, Chris, uh, yeah, nothing. What about you, Mr. You? Uh, well, I finished those two goblin characters in preparation for, for PACA, the, the BSB and my man of intrigue, which is that wizard barfing up the green cloud and the moon and uh and yeah and just the arachnarok hey gotta gotta paint it gotta get yeah. them all and I, you know it is actually a fun model to paint it's an amazing model i mean i still I, remember when it came out being wowed by it that's just you know i only saw it for about a week right well you might start seeing yeah you know if it's painted might as well use it well so you're going to bring the heat. I'm, see, I'm torn. Do I bring? Well, you know what? If I'm playing, if I'm playing vampire counts at bits, do I want to bring heat? If I'm playing undead legions, I may just bring fun because I don't know that I'm going to take best undead legions. Wait, is aren't you committed? Isn't your oh, oh at bits you're talking about? Yeah, I'm talking about bits. Oh, so wait, that's you've got a ways for that. Yeah, because I have to decide how I want to play that. Do I want to go one tournament at a time? I, you know. <laughs> Defending my best vampire counts. Right. Do I want to go go bring my good list, or do I want to just bring? I want to, you know, what's his name? Johnny Crass keeps asking me to be a Coven Throne brother. Bring that Coven Throne. He's bringing his. You, dude, that's that's well worn ground. You've been there before. Bring heat. Maybe I should. Bring you got to defend your title. I do. You do have to defend your title. I'll bring this. Heat. Ah, maybe I should. That might be fun too. See? I like heat. All right. There we go. So does anybody have any other, or are we done with this? Are we moving along? I think we're good. Are we good? We're good. All right. So that is the Toolbox brought to you by Chaos Org Superstore. And like I said, we're going to be talking about them last at the end of the episode because they're sponsoring a contest. Ooh. Yeah, and this has got some good prizes, especially if you like Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. So. Chaos Orc. All right, is this like another contest NATO? No, this is just one contest, but it's got some uh. really good prizes. So, um, All right, so take a break, come back, and uh, why don't we talk about uh, all we're looking forward to in packing and stuff like that. I'm Dave. That's Chris. That's Rotor. We'll be back. Well, thank goodness we are back. Oh my lord, that was that was one heck of a break. Uh, 
Okay. So folks. I guess there's a there's a tournament coming up. Yeah, we're all excited about going to Wapaka. Except for Roder. He seems mediocre about it. No, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so fired up. You don't realize that, that as soon as like I take down the, the, the Christmas tree, Wapaka is all I've got until the snow recedes. This place is like this is the definition of misery, you know. Wapaka is that that northern star that I'm I'm aiming for. It's all I've got, guys. It's I, I lead a very sad life. Wow. No, I, I can relate to that. You know, post-holiday doldrums, and now you got a nice tournament to travel to and look forward to. Mm-hmm. I well, feel you. I went for the first time last year, and I had a really great time. I'm excited. I'm excited that I made it on the list and got got in because you're on the inside looking out, huh? Yeah, I was fortunate. So, it, it, I think that will be interesting to see how that plays out in terms of just the social aura. You know, I guess I don't know how they determined who was in and who was out, but I don't know. It should be a different vibe, I guess, is what I'm saying. I don't know. What uh, What do you mean by that? What are you thinking? What are you What are you thinking? You're going to see? Oh, I I don't know. Or vibe. I don't know. Actually, it's a bold statement. Then it is a bold statement. <laughs> Not saying too much. So, but. Uh, Hey, we made it. That's going to be the whole thing there. Nobody see, once they close the doors on everyone who didn't make it, then they bring out all the champagne and the dancing girls and the rickshaws. <laughs> so <laughs> let's uh, back there. Let's talk uh, lists. Do you guys want to go over your general lists and tell everyone how they can Not, run us to the ground when we play? Oh, a disclaimer, Rotor. I'm probably posting this like either Thursday night or Friday morning before I leave for Paca. So. Mm-hmm. So people will hear your okay, list. Okay. Well, disclaimer. Uh, disclaimer, Dave. I'm a hobby hero. Wins and losses mean absolutely nothing in my world. Oh wow! So I don't care. Yeah, All right. I, I mean, it's real easy being me. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So um, I take it you're bringing lizards. Uh, yeah. I'll, let's start with me. I'm yeah. bringing lizards. I've got. Um, so. The big key considerations were, for me, were like um, getting uh, fortitude. I, I did realize that one needed enough fortitude out there. And with um, with the way Joe wrote his compact, um, there were a multitude of, of ways to get fortitude into one's list. And what I sort of thought, just from a theme perspective and whatnot, is um, since I am bringing, bringing lizard men, and one of the ways to get fortitude was to have uh, big monsters that didn't have ward saves. So to that end, I thought, why don't I bring a monster mash type list, you know? And so I put together a list that was based around getting big big guys in, into it. Um, so I, I've got um, the, the big key features here in my rare. I've got both an ancient Stegodon, who is not an engine of the gods, so does not have a ward save. Uh, and his buddy, the ever-present and unbelievably bad Troglodon. And then in <laughs> special, I've got a Bastilodon. And those three together are mm, 600 points, I they, think. They have, no, a, they have no ward save or regen save? None. Nope. Oh, geez, there nope. you go. Wow. That's hot, three fortitude hot right garbage. there. <laughs> hot garbage. Yeah, so that's, that's fortitude right there. Then I've got, you know, the, I've got a Slon. Um, 
my my goal here, I've given him light magic. I'm going to try and make the army better because it's a bit of a subpar list. Um, really, what I'm just trying to do is is feature the dinosaurs and feature some of my better painted stuff. I went in as a hobby hero, so I'm looking to maximize um, some of the softer points, you know, uh, and not build as hard of a list. But I've got my my slon. I've got two scarvets on cold ones. Um, I've got one block of 24 Saurus Warriors, and then I've got three little blocks of Skinks running around them. Uh, I've got five Chameleon Skinks because the thing that's going to end my list faster than anything else will be cannons. So I wanted a, at least a little bit of a scouting presence to try and take them down. And then I've got four Ripperdactyl Riders for a little bit more hot garbage. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I awesome, bet I man. can still... I, I like think it. I can go two or three wins on this list, though, um, because I don't anticipate that I'm going to be fighting the Nagashes and the, the Malachis of the world. So I think I can make this happen. I've been playing garbage for like the last uh, year, year and a half. So I kind of know what to do with all this stuff, more or less. Have you been playing a lot of practice games in preparation? Not one. No, absolutely not. Not one, huh? <laughs> no. No. Nope. No. Um, again, <laughs> Hobby Hero, wins and losses are, are ultimately irrelevant here. So um, I've – well, the other thing that was crazy is like for us uh, in my little corner of the world, game night is Thursdays. And the holidays, we had Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's all on Thursdays, and it wiped out a huge chunk. And then um, I just – the other times, like I've been stuck with family in town, and um, I don't know, it just my schedule hasn't been working out so much, and I just was like, eh, it's fine, like whatever, dude. Um, I, I've been playing this army for five years. I, I'll be okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we'll find out. I haven't read any of the, the scenarios, so I'm, maybe I'm screwed. I don't know, but I think I'll be fine. Well, mate, we'll put you on the hot seat. We'll break down uh, the different objectives that each scenario has and we'll see you know did you want a hot seat how you react and what what you'll do yeah so we'll we'll get to that probably lose but (laughs) so that's your list you tang what are you taking oh i'm taking that uh nine war machine gun line you want to roll down that list a bit sure yeah so the thinking here was uh, less an emphasis on fortitude um more so (laughs) The road to victory lies through Nagash, Kyle Franz, and other super characters. So while cannons take a hit fortitude-wise, and you may see less cannons in the field, uh, not so much with orcs and goblins. So I'm taking the uh, the double lobber, double diver, only nine, or nine, five spear chukkas. Um, <laughs> the block of savage orc biggins with bows and the poison banner at the army's heart. Two Goblin Wolf Riders, uh, Black Orc General, Level 4 Shaman, uh, and two Wolf Chariots to round out the list. So it's a lot of shooting. Oh, and two Mangler Squigs. Can't forget those. How much Fortitude's in that list? Uh, Three Banners, BSB, and a General. So I'm at five. Does the General only count for one in this situation? He does. Oh, whoops. So five is, is pretty light. Uh, Real but, light, yeah. But to to break my fortitude, you really have to get that savage orc unit. Pardon? To to break my fortitude, you have to kill the savage orc unit. Yeah. Okay. 
So I mean, it, it happens all the time. You know, it's definitely doable. Oh yeah, yeah. Every time I play them, every time I see you play them, I just ah, damn savage orcs off the table again. Are you saying that you have a hard time breaking them? I don't think I ever have. Oh, it's happened to me. Yeah, numerous times. I've locked them up. They they, they can get shot out. You know, shot to death or magic to death. They could be broken in combat. They're an okay unit. But the thing is, uh, I have to be very judicious about how I use those wolf riders because they're not only a hundred points each, but also a point of fortitude as well. So those scenarios where you know you're trying to claim table quarters, uh, that sort of thing, I could I could suffer in those. Yeah. yeah. So that rounds out my what list. What is your total fortitude in that list? It is five. Oof, yeah, that is a little harsh. Yeah. What was yours again, Rotor? Um, I, I didn't count it up, so I've got the, the general, the BSB, the that's three two. monsters, so that's five. five. Uh, I've got a block of Saurus that has a flag for six, so yeah. six, we'll so, call that. Okay. And you don't have any other core units with just a champion that are 100 points or more? No, I've got three units of 10 skirmishing skinks, which are 70 points each. Ah, okay. All right, so you have six and you have five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see. My list, I'm taking the Undead Legions. So broken. Uh, yeah, it is. This is this is the dumbest list. Um, okay, so I'm starting off with a Master Necromancer with uh, Vampire Lore and... Uh, I got him the basic setup. Um, I do have a vampire BSB level two, and you know basic setup for him. He's got quick blood, so and he's lore vampires, so that's two fortitude. I have three zombie hordes with a musician and a banner. Wait, zombie hordes? Well, that's what it's called. Oh, okay. You're not going to run them. No, oh, no. I'm just reading off the ten wide each. Right. No, I run them five. I only run them five wide. <laughs> extra like, rink of attacks. Whoa, whoa, that is a fat footprint. All right. No, um, no, five wide. But the, I'm just reading off my list are here. They, are they blocks of twenty? Each thirty to start off with. Thirty. Thirty. Okay. Yeah, you need to be at least a hundred points. So it's thirty with a musician, and a banner is a hundred points. So I've got three of those. Uh, I got so that's five. I got a unit of skeletons, 34 of them, um, with a banner. So that's six. And um, the Master Necromancer's got the, uh, what do you call it? Master of the Dead, so he can grow them past their starting size, too, which is the awesome part. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I got two spirit hosts, six Vargeists with a Vargoyle. Um Vargoyle, that's what that's it's called. The champion, yeah. Yeah, so yikes. That's, weird. that's pretty lame. <laughs> think? No uh, offense. And then I got uh, a horde of Graveguard with a banner for seven. Um, so and, your punch is the, the Graveguard and the Vargeists, then, and everything else is just slow down? Slow things down or stop things, uh, you know, tr- grow the hell out of them so that way they can't die so that they can take claim quarters. I got a seven. Fortitude, seven. So yeah, yeah. I think that's a good number to be at. And then I got a casket of souls to round out two thousand points. Oh, that's that's going to be useful. Well, I've only used it the one time. I've only had two practice games: one without it and one with it. And the one with it, it basically gave me two extra dice every turn, which turned out to be just what I needed to make sure I was able to grow 
my zombies and maybe get rerolled fail to hit rolls, you know? Is the is that casket the only thing that you're actually bringing in from Tomb Kings on yeah, the at, at 2, on 000, legions? At 2,000 points, yeah. that's It wasn't originally in the list. Originally, it was all VC list. I just said, well, I'd be a fool not to just call it an undead legion and take the no crow totally. rule. How do you feel about that rotor? Does do you think oh that that list Christ cheese or it's unfluffy or it doesn't oh, matter? No, I think honestly I think that it's it's pretty soft. I mean, you've got four blocks of infantry, and infantry is just not not making it happen too much these days. Um, it didn't sound like you were supporting them with with characters uh, either. So um, you've got. Your Vargeists, and since that's a flying unit, you're not going to support them with characters. And then you've got um, the the Graveguard. You'll probably put a character in there. So it seems like that's the unit to chaff up. The um, the Vargeists are the unit that, uh, you know, I'll magic missile um, right away and try and take out. And the rest I'm not super worried about. So, no, I, I, I think that that's a, a really easy list to beat. Yeah, well, since we what do you think about that? Since you no. me first, uh, yeah, you just gave me all of your secrets. There are no secrets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll just you can chaff it up, throw all your stuff into it. You won't kill off the zombie. You won't kill off any of those other units because I'll just keep growing them. Well, look, so dog, I'll just I take, don't all, have I'll take all the chaff points. I'll take your I'll take your dinosaur points. No, see that's the thing. I don't have a ton of chaff, but I do have three dinos, so I've got triple thunderstomp coming right up your 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 alley. That so bring it, bring it. What's your armor save <laughs> on those guys, Mister Tough well, Guys? It all it all depends. What uh, do they start with? Uh, the worst one, Trog at a four, Stag at a three, Bastilodon at a two. All right, so it would be uh, yeah. five, six, and nothing mm-hmm. against the Grave Guard. Mm-hmm. Why would I put them in the graveyard? Right, right. That would be so dumb. <laughs> well, no, they, oh, you want to throw them at zombies? Go ahead. Yeah, well, I'll just, I mean, it's the path to victory. What are you talking about? Yeah. Put those things against great card. No. <laughs> Retarded. That's for banishment, dog. And those guys don't have magical attacks either. I'll throw one spirit host in front of them, and that'll tie up two of them right there. Yep, and that that's, that's, uh, that's, that's uh, that's my other spells. Look, I got this unlocked. No, no, Dude, the Bastilodon himself will shoot down your, your spirit hosts. Look, I know how to handle you, baby. <laughs> so, are we gonna you're going to get, gonna get beaten round one by a hobby hero who's taking dinosaurs for show. Think about it. Ooh. Smack talk's begun. It has. Are we going to hear our post-game breakdown on both Garage Hammer and Skull Bros? Yeah, I'll mm. I'll breeze over it and just say, yeah, I I now have a perfect record of never beating anyone from Skull Bros, and I'll let him go on his show, and him and Broska could just rip on me and talk about how I was raped. Cause wow, that is some uh, low self esteem. Nah. <laughs> I like it though. <laughs> hey, listen, so let's... I just I was all I I just wanted to play with Rotor because I never get to see him and I never get to play him, and I said, all right. I will give up my part, my uh, potential best. Uh, oh God, here he goes! Giving Under up the that cross. automatic mm-hmm. best mm-hmm. I can do is ninety nine at Paca, just because Save I yourself. want to throw it. Sacrifice. That's me. There you go. <laughs> I'm just saying that's the hobby hero throwing away points in the beginning, just so you can hang out with your friends and play against your friends. Very nice. That's me. I'll buy you a beer. Thank you, buddy. All right. <laughs> so should we forge ahead? 
Mm-hmm. Or is it a logical break point? Um, I guess we could take a break here, and then we'll come back and talk about the stuff from the tournament and how we think it'll be fun. Okay. All right, cool. We'll be back. Unique Gifts and Games in Grays Lake, Illinois is the one-stop shop for all your gaming needs. They carry anything your favorite gamer may want. Board games, collectible card games, miniature-based games, and all your hobby gaming supplies are there, as well as books, charms, incense, crystals, and other unique gifts. UGG has it all. Come into the store and ask about their frequent buyers program, or check out their gaming and events calendars in-store or online. From Tuesday night War Machine and Thursday Board Game Night to Friday Night Magic, there's always something going on at Unique Gifts and Games in Gray's Lake. Check them out on the web at uniquegg.com. Wapak uh, pre-game, pre-tournament stuff. Oh, yeah. So now that we've kind of broke down our lists, I thought we might talk about, for each of these scenarios, they have a, a bonus goal, which probably yeah. yields a bonus objective point or whatever. So outside of winning your games, these are the things that you want to do to pick up that extra point. And that point, the way that they have it uh, broken down, is, is honestly a mile. And they really um, make the difference, especially at the top if you care about that sort of stuff, at the the, the upper echelons and the rankings. Well, what last year I think you were eighteen, right? And I was twenty six, mm-hmm. and we were only I think we were either one or two points different. Yeah, it was something crazy. It, like it went that. to strength of schedule. I was I was twenty six. I was, but in in my in my, if I would have gotten one more point, I would have jumped up like six or seven spaces to right right beneath you because. Mm. I was, yeah, so was, every point is, yeah. is a world of difference. So yeah. I thought uh, we might talk about and discuss you know, the different goals of these scenarios and see how our respective armies might deal with it. Cool. So the first one, the stars and stones scenario, is the, the, goal, the goal there is simply to break your opponent. So yeah. just an issue of uh, fortitude there. We talked about uh, we, our fortitudes being five, six, and seven. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think I'll be uh, up against the wall on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. Um, for the next one, rudely interrupted, the objective there is to destroy the opponent's highest point unit. Yeah. What are your guys' highest point unit, and how many points are we talking? I think for me, uh, assuming that characters count, it would be the Slon. He's always right around 400 points, give or take, depending on uh, no, on the list. You're not running him on his own, are you? Mm, does that matter? Like, if I put him in a unit, does it make that unit That's how I, that? That's how I interpret it. I thought a unit my, was a unit if I put a character in it, because if, if the unit, you know... It, 
that would make it yeah, hard I because suppose. if it's the character in a unit, then the highest point unit would jump. Like if I started him in Saurus and then jumped into uh, Skinks, um, but you could change the Skinks it. would then become the highest point right. unit. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I, guess I think it's just him on its own. On his own. Sands. Yeah, including characters. Or, yeah. Unless char- including characters. Oh, so there you including go. characters. It just says destroy your opponent's highest point unit. I would. Well, unit. I mean, an individual character I, does technically count as a unit. As as unit one. So, oh, that's yeah. a good question. If they, that's what they meant. So it'd be your, it'd be your slon, huh? What's yours, Chris? Mine would be that savage that's unit savage coming unit. in at uh, four hundred nine points. Beefy. Oh, yeah. oh, ding, 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 ding. Unit of thirty-one grave guard with the banner of the barrows, four hundred and fifty-two points. Oof! Nice. All eggs, man. I like it. No kidding. Yeah. How many? Do you have in there? 31. 31? That's it? Yes. Yeah, that doesn't sound that many for that price. Right? Uh, well, the banner of the barrels is 50 points. It's a, okay. Yeah, well, it's it's uh, banner of the barrels is plus one to hit in close combat. So with a weapon skill of three, it makes things really helpful, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're playing a 2,400 points, you throw a Tomb King or a Tomb Prince in there for like 100 points, and then they use his weapon skill. And then that Banner of the Barrows sort of makes them hitting on twos oh, a lot of times. Wow, yes. look at you mixing yeah. and matching with your with your Legion. Well, that, that'll be at Pack. That'll be at uh, Bits. Mm, good well, to know. Well. I won't grudge you. <laughs> Put that in there, though. You have to grudge me. We have to. That has to be our tradition. We just grudge Is each other every freaking turn oh, we play. God. <laughs> oh god! Out of control. Now, now we're dating. Forget about it, <laughs> <laughs> baby. I don't want to be tied down yeah, with commitments. You know. Yeah. You want. You want. Oh yeah. You want to set a set a commitment for the first game of every for tournament. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I dated girls like you. Don't be mad. <laughs> so, are you guys ready for scenario three? Morning glory. Oh yeah, yeah. End the game with a unit in two of the three opposing deployment areas. Oh, so it, it's, it's a, dawn, it's a dawn attack, right? So you got so the you big have, center oh, and the okay. left and right sections. Yeah. With uh, a unit, that's it not that say fortitude. No, mm, oh. it just has to be a unit, and that's the one point. But the characters are assigned to units before deployment roll is made for combined units. The high, okay. Yeah, it just says end the game with a unit. Yeah, so your ethereals, I think, could come into play. Rotor, your scouts. Oh, your fortitude in the morning uh, glory comes in. Anything skink based is typically dead at the end of a game. Uh, I would uh, the slums probably will survive. Maybe the steg will survive. Boy, uh, the source usually pull through. So I think I'm just going to have to move everybody across the field. I think that's the key there because I've got. I've got a slow army on average, right. you know. Well, maybe by with in a pinch, in careful movements, your ripper dactyls could also be one of those units. Well, you just said the right word, which is careful, and that's something I'm not. So <laughs> those guys go crazy quick. Hey, you is, know, is meeting engagement the diagonal one? It is. I hate the yes. diagonal one. Okay, so both of these tournaments, what um, are both these both of those scenarios? The deployment areas and the highest point unit, um, you de- you deploy with that rolling to see if they come on or not. Right. If you have uh, fortitude, you don't have to make that roll. You could put them wherever you want to put them. 
Interesting. Okay. Now, if they get too positive fortitude, because, you know, like, like Giants, they gain Vanguard. And I think Giants are the only thing they can get too. So Giants get Vanguard. Uh, units generating negative fortitude makes two reserve rolls, and the opponent chooses which roll to use. Oh, my gosh. We might never see things like Nagash on those boards then, right? And if they generate two negative fortitude, you make three reserve rolls instead. Holy Hannah. That will literally never make it onto those well, it's only it's either it comes on or if it doesn't come on when you roll, doesn't it uh, come on? Oh, you have to. There's you, have you to start rolling roll. turn two, and it's like roll turn two, three, four, and don't you auto on on five or something like that? Mm, it's always a four plus. Oh, I thought, or, it was uh, a, or it's I think it's a is it four plus three, three or four what? plus, but whatever it is, it's the same starting turn. A bunch of dummies. All right. <laughs> Hold on a second, that can't be right. Coming in from reserve, I got the book right in front of me. Hold on. That can't be right. I thought it was something a lot easier than that. They use the rules for reinforcements on page 27. Well, okay. Thanks for that quick tip. Vamping. Fill in the space. Okay. Units that enter battle. A unit that enters as reinforcement cannot charge. Oh. Uh, they come in battle as reinforcements are placed in base contact with the board edge facing directly toward the battlefield with all of its rear, rear rank touching the battlefield edge. Hot. If they come in as reinforcements, they can't charge. They've missed the opportunity to declare. So if you roll a one, it's just, I think I think in the in the actual uh, scenario rules, you just don't come on the first turn. Because if you come oh, yeah, in, they res- move on as reserves, right? Yeah. Oh. So you make so. yeah because you're making the reserve roll on a one, they have to come in on reserves. So basically, they're going to have to come in at the backboard edge, and they can't charge or move forward or that crap. So really not that huge of an impact. No. no. Well, certainly not if you're a fast guy. But if you got a certain setup you want, having all your fortitude, I mean, the main bulk of my army, I can choose exactly how I want to set it up, which is helpful. Yeah, I could say delaying your, your line by a turn, which, yeah, I don't know, maybe it could could become something big. Well, well, I mean, hey, you know, well, the gosh, his spells go pretty much all over the board, but, you know, other people, too. You nice know, yeah. to keep him off and, you know, keep him out of the way. Speaking of Nagash, these first two scenarios, break your opponent, followed by destroy your opponent's highest point units. I would I would think Nagash is... is Starting off is is your opponent's highest point unit. Yep. At a thousand points, I, I'd say that's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to guess. So, people who bring Nagash, oh, looks like they got a point, or like looks like they're not going to give up a point, unless they do. You could you could cannon Nagash right off. That's going to be you using well, the paired up with someone with Nagash, blow him off the board on turn two, and be like, oh, okay, I have five nothing next next round. Oh, look, That's another Nagash. You know how lucky I have to get, though, for Magic that sequel of events to go off? It's not, it's not likely going to happen, but that's that's my plan. As you say, and now, I'm telling you, Broder, you and I are going to be like 19 at the end of the first day, and Chris Hughes is going to be like, yeah, I got 700. It's a 100-point tournament. Don't even ask. I got it. Yikes. I know. Maybe 70, though. Maybe I'm, I, um, I think the, I, the road to winning this thing lies through not just one Nagash player, but... but at least two. I think you'll take them all out. Well, I, I saw on Twitter today that uh, Wayne Berry is out with Nagash, that he's bringing his ogres. He couldn't get things painted in time. Uh, so that leaves, that I'm aware of, um, Braska and Relian. Um, 
and I know Have that you seen across- Riley's display board. Oh my gosh, that kid! <laughs> crazy. Have you seen it, Chris? He tweeted a picture of it, and he put Nagash on it for like to to show a, a size. It's it's the size of a table, dude. It's I mean he he went big baller all yeah. the start of this year. There's well, no with doubt. the, the Roska, models, not so much with the amount of models he's been cranking out, I would imagine he'd have to. That's know, that's it because it's anything you want to summon. So he's coming right. I think he was bringing like 8,000 points worth of dudes. What? Oh, my gosh. To a 2,000-point tournament. <laughs> Got to prepare for all. Everything you Whatever need. I might want or need is right there, labeled. Mm-hmm. I know he's got little cards with his little things, you know, already done up, sheets with the different units mm-hmm. you might want to summon up. Yeah, so I think that's smart so that you oh, just have smart. that ready he's to just, go. No, he's all on top of it. Brad's yeah, really. You got to be on point if you're running something crazy like that. Right. <laughs> Yeesh. I'm bringing those extra zombies. I think I have two extra, maybe three extra movement trays of zombies. And then an extra movement tray of uh, skeletons. On the display so, what favorites on this thing? What are, what are we thinking? Is, is it is it Nagash? Is it, so, we know that uh, Andrea's bringing Crazy Carl. Mm-hmm. Are there any other Carls out there? Mm, she's the only one that I know of. Are, they, are, they, allowed, are, are they allowing more. the Elf Legions? I know they're not allowing the magic. Are they allowing the Elf Legions? As far as I was aware, they were. They didn't update like the original PDF with that, but I thought Raj put that in an email that it was yeah, cool. I did. Yeah, I thought so. So if that's the case. And I believe um, was somebody was bringing the Malekith, wasn't weren't they? Or... I thought that Chris from Canhammer was doing that, or at least uh, that was one of his is. early lists. I do not know. I don't know anymore either. I, I think he is, but... It'll be interesting to see how much is... You know, it's sort of like the rumor game, right? Where, like, how many of these boners are actually showing up versus mm-hmm. uh, just talked about... I mean, there was a lot of, like, scare of these guys showing up in Hobby Hero as well as, and it yeah. was like, it, it, for a while there, it sounded like there were just tons of them. You know, we're down to three, maybe four. I mean, yep. I, I, I feel like early favorites got to go to Relian. Yeah, I would think so, too. If things go his way. I mean, I know he's been practicing and going crazy with that. The, the key will be how many people were scared off by the whole cannons being negative fortitude. If there are a lot of cannons on the field, that that evens things out. If there's not, then it's heavily favored towards Nagash. That's my take. Yeah. So yeah. We'll see. I mean, if people didn't take a lot of cannons, then I don't know. Orcs and goblins have to I see have Chris, to hold you, the line. I see Chris, you stepping up. I see Chris, you uh, being at the top know. tables this year. Pulling you, it for AW two, which NW two has grown to like eighty people or something like that. It's ridiculous. Our team Chris, is huge. Have you have you been practicing with just like in dummy situations, just testing what your stuff could do against a Nagash type? Mm, no, I, I've looked at the math, and thing is, he's got what seven wounds, four up armor, four up ward, or something like that. It's the crazy number of wounds that he has. And if I don't kill him right away, he's got those spells that uh, give him the wounds back. 
So I'd have to get really lucky in my first two salvos. Otherwise, it's, it's over. Yeah. I guess and so. any player worth their salt is not going to give me a clear line of sight. Well, that'll be the interesting thing. Because every table is unique, um, there are some tables that have a ton of terrain or like high stuff with big wizard towers. And there's some, like, uh, am I remembering the... Um, like the Zinch one that's got like little crystal uh, 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 forests, but no real place to hide anything. Yeah, there were a so, couple of tables like that. Like the Nurgle it, one that has like the guts as pools. I don't right, remember that right. one. Yeah. Yep. So I think, you know, these tables are going to play a big factor as well in terms of can I hide my, my big piece, you know, if mm-hmm. I don't get to go first or whatnot. It'll be interesting. Uh, very curious, you know. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to how that plays out. Um, the next three scenarios use the Man of Intrigue. And let's see. They have what they call the duel. So you and your opponents, Men of Intrigue, face each other and they, they touch. Right. And, it's, uh, and depending on the scenario, they may move or um, they could rotate. But we can uh, run through those as they come up. So the fourth scenario is the tug of war. The goal here is to win six fortitude challenges. Now, the way you win a fortitude challenge is the duel. Those two men of intrigue, I think, are situated in the center of the table. And if you have more fortitude than your opponent within 12 inches of those models, starting on turn two, then you win one fortitude challenge. You have so, to win six. Well, there's basically ten challenges. Correct. Oh, from turn two through six? Yeah. Right. And you have, you have to win, win how many? Six. Six of them. Six of them. And you also won't win six if you table your opponent turn three. Yeah, so in, in a situation like that, do you technically win? I would think that if you table it, then you, you win those points. But it really? seemed kind of gamey if you didn't. I... I I think hobby heroes would play it that way. I don't know about top tables playing it that way. That's not raw, dog. Mm. Yeah, I Raj mean, dude, I, I, I only I only brought that up, and yeah, I guess Roger would have to make that decision. But um, at uh, when I was playing at um, John's tournament, um, what do you call it? Uh, Invasion Kenosha. <laughs> I was my first or second year. I uh, I broke the guy's fortitude before I could get the uh, secondary objective thing. All okay. set. And you didn't get it, huh? No, because the game ended and I didn't have it. What was the secondary objective in that one? I remember? can't remember. I think I had to be in I be in all be in the different table quarters or something like that. Well, and technically, if you don't have an opponent, he he's gone. You would technically win every forty-two challenge going forward at that point. Maybe. Uh, not if you're not within twelve. Well. I mean, you you could be in a situation where and you don't have units with fortitude. No, that's uh, true. But if at least your general is alive and your opponent it, has been tabled, yeah, it would be an odd situation. How about that? Well, fair yeah. enough. We'll uh, we'll let the judges call it on the fly there. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have our a man of intrigue in the middle of every table we play on. I'm excited about that. I've put a lot of work into mine this year, unlike last year, where I brought a. Karen Wraith. Are you going to get two votes? Uh, I I would I would hope so. I don't. You would vote for yourself. 
You can't vote for yourself. No, I know, but you're saying that you think it's good enough that you would vote for you? Uh, maybe. It's, uh... It's hard to say. Without seeing <laughs> there's the that, the there's that self-esteem raising its head again. <laughs> <laughs> so, to be clear, to, to clarify, if you get the two votes, what does that do for you? It's one painting sport? point. Yeah, it's... it's you can to get secure 18 that... for a decent painted, and then after that... You need, to, you need to start picking up community votes for your man of intrigue and for your army um, player's choice. You have to get two in each of those two categories to pick up a point. So uh, my guess is um, there's probably going to be a handful of armies that pick up those. Maybe the guys will be a little bit scattered because there's four categories, and I'm not sure if we vote for all four of those categories for man of intrigue. You know, there's like biggest badass and chick and oh that's right there's the yeah right and so i don't know if we vote once in each of the four categories or if we just vote once and they're just sort of pre-selected into different categories for reasons i'm not sure about um i think we voted in categories last year didn't they have a little box at each category i think they separated them last year yeah they separated them into category and you voted for each one so that would actually be 400 votes which would make it a little easier well, that would votes. be easier wherein, you know, you just hope that you're not in the same group as, say, a Brandon Palmer, you know, because yeah, yeah. that dude's probably and that's the thing about like the um, player's choice. I wouldn't be shocked if there were, you know, two to three armies that were able to pick up two votes each. Um, there might be a handful of armies that are getting one, but to really start stacking them up, I mean. There's only a couple armies that really show up big, and I think Brandon, you know, just seeing his work at, at Adepticon and online in years past, I think he's got to be the early favorite for that. No, and yeah, you know, yeah, probably. So. You know, looking at these other points though, so there's you know the basic eighteen, then you get uh, man of intrigue two votes, army two votes. Did the army make the top ten? That's a point. Did it make the top five? That's another point. Okay. So cool. you got to get some votes to get into the top ten and top five. So you probably got a point there. So if you make it to the top five, you've probably you've got basically at least you get three points for that. And so on this scale, that so what's is the huge. max? Twenty five points. Then twenty five yeah. and eighteen are available via the the painting rubric, right? Right. And the other are all via separators and community interesting okay yeah. there's four community scoring then two judges scoring did it display high levels of technical painting skill were the judges impressed and this is johnny raj and bear so i'm like oh, i'm out of that point and then does the army display a high level of technical modeling skill were the judges impressed and i'm like i only freaking i only you know adjusted like two models so i'll be surprised we get that point and then it's did did you get a player's choice best man of intrigue or best appearance for a point so it's the the elites that are getting their points separated out. The extras, if you're not that's making good it, though. That's good because yeah. I I hate it when there's a bunch of dudes who sort of show up at uh, you know twenty 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 and nineteen, and then one guy gets twenty one or something to win. Um, I like that the this the way that they've set it up sort of starts to like self select uh, its way down, and I think that. That makes a lot of sense. I'm excited yeah. to see how it works in, in practice and not just theory, though. You can pretty much get – you can get 20 if you're really good with your army. 
because you can get the high level of technical painting and the high level of technical modeling and never make it into the top 10. You can still have that at PACA easily. So you, you could get 20. But those last five points, you see, you're going to see a lot of things that think at 20, then you're going to see those fewer and fewer people mm. getting up there. In those and last and that's where that true separation really occurs. Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah. So back to the scenarios. Um, I'm sorry, two, I totally sidetracked this. I was three, just no, thinking right. about the man of intrigue being there. Five. So we're in scenario five, which is capture. The goal here is uh, end the game with a higher fortitude score than your opponent within 12 inches of the duel. Okay. So that could uh, it, it changes. You know, there it's no longer just a straight battle line. So that uh, that dual model is starting to change things a little bit. Well, yeah, especially if you land on it. Because right. if, if you land on it, um, then it has to be moved out from under you in a straight oh, line. Send it squirting off to the side like but like you a, don't get, here's a football play. But here's the right. thing, rotor. I yeah. land on it. Yeah. You get to move it. And oh, if, it has to go in it has to go in a straight line, but it doesn't have to go on the shortest route out. So you could literally go across my horde with it and they and everyone that's touched by those things has to take a dangerous terrain test. Oh funny. Okay. So if Here. I land on it, you can move it and you can move it in a direction that benefits you, or you might be like, Well, this doesn't benefit me as much, but they're all gonna take D T tests. Um, sure. If, there, if there's a and then you got to stop. Really screw them. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting wrinkle. So there's there's that going on too. So the man of intrigue, you know, uh, you know, does come into play right in the center of the table. You want to get close, but then you want to be able to maneuver around it so that the guy doesn't change up the size of the table. Because they actually that's the determining spot for table quarters too. So if I land on them and you move it eight inches off to the side, the table quarters just got wonky. You can cut people out of the cor- the corners or, or crazy. Okay, wow. I should read scenarios more often. That's a really interesting uh, tactical move. Okay. So what you just described, David, that's the final scenario. Table quarters. No, I don't know. I'm, what I'm saying is that's what the that's what the duel does. That's what those two. Your man of entry when they you touch you know front left corner to front. Uh, left corner, so that your that little X that your models make because you're only touching corner to corner, not base to base in the front. Mm-hmm. That little sort of X you guys make is that's dividing the tables into quarters. So if that moves, the size of the table quarters changes. So if there right. is a so, table yeah. quarters, what, scenario, what you're describing, what you're describing is the final scenario: table quarters. It doesn't oh, okay. apply okay. to the other two uh, um, because. Yeah, the conditions of fortitude in that one, the goals, has nothing to do with table quarters, just the final one. Right. So, yeah, you do touch them corner to corner, and that that designates your your table quarters, which can then change size depending on where that duel ends up. Right. And on that one, then you don't, uh, the fort, I don't think the fortitude challenge. Um, no, it doesn't apply. In that one. Yeah, because that's it's one just, uh, you're just capturing table quarters, more table quarters than your opponent. Highest fortitude uh-huh. captures a, a quarter. Yeah, and uh, if you win the Fortitude Challenge, you can pivot the duel in any direction and move it one inch. So if you win the Fortitude Challenge, you can kind of turn Oh, them. and there's ten of them, so you can keep moving that thing. You know, as long as you're deep in the corners, though, it's sort of... I, I guess you sort of have to make that call then, right? Are, am I going to go deep into a quarter and sort of take my unit out of the game, or am I going to play them in a quarter but closer to the middle so that I can participate um, knowing that 
the corners have the potential to move. Interesting strategy, depending on how the game starts to unfold. Well, I'm thinking at least for the one scenario where you have to win six fortitude challenges, it's it's, it's fortitude within 12 inches of that model. Right. So you right. are going to start pulling, you know, it's it's dragging you to the center. It's pulling you into that area right. Right. to try and get those points and force in those fights. So those shifts in, in actually... the table quarters, um, they have a note that the duel may not pivot as they mark the table quarter divisions. Right. Yeah, it can't so, pivot, and uh, that would be okay. insane if that came into play. And yeah, and then you don't deal with the movement of the fortitude challenges. It just doesn't move unless you land on it, right? So, so yeah, uh, it has me rethinking my list choices. Too late, buddy. Oh boy, I'm committed. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could change it and suffer the loss of nah. the etiquette point, right? Yeah. Off uh, the guy but hang before on, he grows hang too much. On, Run your hang guys on, out of the corners. You have the option of making one mistake for etiquette and still retaining all points. It just would, if you change your list, wouldn't that put you in a situation where you just couldn't make any more mistakes? You're burning your freebie, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna stick to my guns, though. I don't want to. I, I at this point, I would go crazy coming up with different list variable variations, and I just don't want to. Get into that. All right. Yeah, all I'm I know is I better face the gosh. My last. No kidding. All I know is last year, I got to turn five on two games, and we didn't have enough time to play turn six. And failing to finish oh, your yeah. game in multiple games caused you a point. So my free pass, I've already tagged. I've already earmarked it for that one. Why? Why is that? Why don't you just play faster? Uh, I, dude, I play as fast as I can. I don't know why the games took that long. I honestly don't. I Does mean, it, even with the grow back, I've got stuff like I'm, I'll put dice down and say, look, I'll just put them back on the thing while you're doing your turn and your movement phase. I'll just put the models down so as we can keep moving and keep the game going. And it still took a while. I'm, I, I'm, Do you find yourself getting drawn into just casual conversation during the game? Which, probably. Which, it's me. I don't know how to shut up. Uh, you know, I just I try not to. I really do. I try. I try so hard. I focus so hard on trying during the tournaments to get that game going and still give someone a fun game. Not just be like, oh, totally like, all right, this is all I'm doing. Uh, play, play, play. But I just I don't know. Well, if you're getting docked points, you gotta kind of have to make that a priority. Yeah, and so, they, they'll understand too. They have the same stipulation. Yeah. For them, so. So, but I'm like I said, I'm super excited for this whole thing. I think it's. I think Raj put. I mean, when it first came out, I was like, what? This sounds weird, but. You know, with the hobby hero thing and the and that and all the different points and the way all this stuff broke down, I was like, "This doesn't." But it, I'm kind of excited to see how it how it how it works out now. I mean, it seems like there was a lot of thought put into this. And, yeah, uh, there's a lot of variables at play. You know, yeah, more or less cannons, Nagash, and these super characters and these crazy scenarios. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. Yeah, totally. So, and I figure, you know, I'm playing rotor. I got nowhere to go but up. So wow. <laughs> get it, get him in while you can, pal. Nice. <laughs> After the you, you got you got five days, and then you're gonna have to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna hear. I'm gonna hear about that the whole the rest of the weekend. I'll just be tweeting it like a crazy person. <laughs> I lost game two, but hey, listen, don't forget game one. I beat White Tech. All I gotta do is go one and four, and then you, I w- you lose to a hobby hero, dog. Who lost? Who's every got a other legit? Game? Hobby hero list. I'm not like going baby seal club in here, you know? 
He's going to go one and four. Just just don't lose. All you got to do is not uh, lose. Can I make a request? I'd be upset if you didn't. David, if you win that game, Rotor, you've got to give up a a club T-shirt, a Skull Bros T-shirt for us to hang on our banner as a uh, effigy of victory. (laughs) Oh, like a dead dwarf on a Skaven banner? Yes, yes. Boy, that... Discuss and it, it with your and teammates. make it a big fatso size, so that way when we're not displaying the banner, I can wear it. Because I like your show. Mm. I wear it. I'll uh, I'll have to think about it. And thanks. Actually, uh, at skullbros b r o s awesome dot com. You know what? what if you get a shirt in my size, honestly, I'm the one who keeps the banner. I know how big it is. While we're not looking, if you just tacked up the sleeve straight across, it'd pretty much cover the banner. So you could. Pull that prank, I suppose. Well, listen, I don't have that much time to get st- something built and ready for you, but uh, mm. I don't plan on losing, so I guess it's all moved anyway. Yeah, I know. Challenge accepted. Nice. Yeah. What's next? <laughs> what do we got? Are we? Is that? Did we? We, you know, we, we got to take a last oh. break, and then we got to come back and um, oh, contest. Yes, yeah. yeah, or store. Exactly. So after our if, break, we're coming. Or am I? You're eligible to, to, yeah, to you're enter, in. absolutely. Right, the only people who can't enter are me, Chris Yu, and uh, Greg Dan. All right. So, Wait, in what? fact, I, I encourage all you other podcasters to enter and tip the odds in your favor so when you win, people will lose their minds. Worked for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on that note, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Hey folks, it's Dave, and I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Battle Foam. You've all heard me talk about it before. The foam is firm, it doesn't separate from the base, they custom cut, design, make any piece of foam you want to fit any model you want. Anytime a new army comes out, within days, you've got Battle Foam cut and designed to fit those models. This isn't a game company making cases on the side. This is a carrying case company making foam and custom carrying cases to protect your army. It's what they do. It's all they do. Check it out at BattleFoam.com. Battle Foam, protecting your army. We are back, and I'm super pumped because I'm almost done, and I can start swearing again. <laughs> yeah, because you've been good. I've been super good. <laughs> As you pointed out during one of those breaks, you could have been far meaner to me, but you've, you've been holding back yeah, out of wow. respect for it being the, you know. David, meanwhile, has gone all... Uh... <laughs> You've gone off the rails. Sailor on us. You kiss your mother with that mouth? Man. So, so, oh, you so have no idea. Nasty. So, all right. So, Chaos Orc Superstore is doing a contest, okay? Um, I'm going to put up a picture of their new banner um, with the show stuff. Um, maybe we'll even – hey, Chris, maybe if it's a good if – it, if it's the right size, we can use it for the for the banner for the show. 
for the episode, the new Kansas Superstore oh, banner. Oh, sure. Because they got a new one and they want to show it. And then, yeah, Rotor needs skinks. Mm-hmm. And whatever Basically. else. Yeah. And whatever else. Send your lizard bed to Rotor. Dad, we should get a oh. picture of Rotor with just his hands out. Send your... No. Just desperate. Oh, oh, It's oh, like oh, holding oh. out a metal tin cup. <laughs> Just start loading them in the spaceships, boys. <laughs> there you go. So, um, okay, so I asked him if he wanted to come on and plug in. He's like, listen, I'm not – that's your job. <laughs> so um, he wants to keep it really open. Basically, they got the new website. I think Hastings might have done some of the work on it. I think. Hmm. Um, Is it up? I, yeah. I the Casework Superstore, their their new website, it's it's up there. It's up now. It's, it's doing what it's supposed to do. Um, so basically – He's got that chaos orc, the orc, you know, the the, the, the mascot. Yep. And what he's asking for is he wants the people to do something with it. You know, like uh, you could – and he's, he's keeping it open to your imagination. He said uh, it could be drawings, paintings, uh, different banners for the website using the orc. You could write a poem. You can, uh, you know, do a – Actually, do a little miniatures. You know, if you're a sculptor, if you want to sculpt it, whatever you want to do, you know, and just put it up on the site on our um, either on the contest thread, or if you do something with audio, email that to uh, garagehammer at live dot com, and uh, you know, put the contest in the in the subject and send that over there. And, a little uh, story, or yeah, whatever, basically whatever you want to do. The art. Uh, we got to have a couple people judge, and I guess that'll be you and me, Chris, and maybe Harrison, because it's always fun to bring him in for the judging sure. stuff. Uh, look over the entries, pick out a couple winners. Okay, first place is a hundred dollar store credit at Chaos Orc Superstore. Not bad. Second place is a fifty dollar store credit at Chaos Orc Superstore, and I am I have to confirm it. I'm not a hundred percent, but I believe there's also going to be another uh, random. Just pick a random winner. So even if your stuff, even if you're seeing people do entries and you're going, oh, I don't know if mine's as good, there's going to be a random prize as well. Sort of a participation award. So, but it's a good prize, you know. I, and I, I gotta, I gotta confirm it. But I mean, this is another nice, good, good size gift card for Chaos or Superstore. Just you know, and everyone's got an equal chance of winning that. You entered, you got a chance. Right. So nice. Yeah, Lots of I mean, prizes to be won. Yeah, he just whatever you use. I mean, if he likes it, he's you know he can use it on his website. That's the deal. If you if you send it to a, us and it wins something and he wants to put it up on his website and use it, that's that's the whole point. Um, I'm kind of excited about it. You know, I, I want to see what people can do. I have the T-shirt with the old work on it. We got I got that. I, I have that T-shirt too. I gotta say, it's one of my favorite T-shirts. <laughs> it's yeah. I don't fit in mine anymore. But other than that, we totally. So uh, I don't know where to go with that, but so, okay. hey, there's nowhere to hey, go. Fit with hammers that. here, right? <laughs> right. Fit hammer, yep, or Doing whatever. That. Yeah, nailed it. Nailed it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then strong. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's that is the contest. So we're gonna have a contest thread on the forum at garagehammer.net. Um, just jump in and enter there. Like I said, if you're going to email it in because it's audio or something like that. that, Once again, what do they have to do? um, Go to the Chaos Orc Superstore website at chaosorc.com and uh, check out their orc, the the little mascot guy. 
I'm on there right now. I'm not seeing him. Where do I go the, to the see The easiest him? way to find it, it would be to click on their T-shirts link and pull up the, the T-shirt graphic. T-shirts. Well, I've got a new banner for them, and in my, it, I've got T-shirts that. large. Look at this beefy little bro. All right. Yep, and he wants any any sort of you know in, in basically whatever medium you work best in. You know, um, you know, he audio, says, visual, yeah, audio, video, uh, do a sketch, you know, do a sketch, tell a story about this orc. But he is the Chaos Orc from Chaos Orc Superstore, so he's uh, it, you know, basically you know, give him a give him a make him interesting. Give him a history or a background or whatever, yeah. And nice. he's leaving it that open because he's, he he just would love to see what, what people come up with. And this way it doesn't limit anybody from entering. Oh, I'm no good at doing this or I'm no good at doing that. Are you good at something? Then do that with the Chaos Orc and send it in. Oh, boy. And oh. what's the deadline for the competition? <laughs> um, we're going we're gonna, to... I think what we'll do is we're going to into this right now. Why don't we give them a month? It'll have to be in um, before the end of February, and then should we do it on the March 10th show? Or announce the winner. Announce the winner. Yeah, it works for me. Yeah, because we'll record that right at the end of February. So yeah, so they've got until the end of the month on February. I'll have the show thread up, so they've got that. So a good four or five weeks to listen and, and get their get their thoughts in and get their contests in. Nice. So that's that. That's the contest. Rotor, you already got three different uh, plans together, don't you? I got huge ideas. Honestly, the, like the one question I've got is um, if I were to want to, say, um, play with that uh, graphic a little bit, is that available as vector or raster anywhere? Could you get that Ooh, from him question. and put it on your site? Because, um, you know, we could do something kind of cool with it if it were available. Otherwise, i got to redraw it and that, mess okay. with it. No, you know what? Here's what I want you to do, okay? And this will help me out a lot. Uh, when we're done recording here tonight, yeah. send me uh, either an email or a text with all those words in it <laughs> yeah. that you just said. And I could copy <laughs> that and forward it to Andrew. <laughs> At tonight, uh, and before this goes up, hopefully I'll have those things and have that oh answer. Boy. All right. Does that get me halfway to winning one of these things, then? <laughs> I think you're making work for me. So I'm one of the I judges. I think you're making work for me. So, <laughs> 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 you know, I can't win, but now I'm acting for vectors and rastas and things like that. So, rastas. You know, whatever you say. Close enough. You know? Yeah, you got this thing figured out. This is getting brutal. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're leaving. Cut bait, right. cut bait. Hey, yeah. hey folks, um, thanks for listening. We'll be back in February with um, more stuff. Maybe even Kane. Depends on if we actually start reading it. So, um, and Good luck to all those uh, making it to Wapaka. We'll see you guys uh, at the tournament. Drive safe. And for everyone not coming to Wapaka... What a boring episode for this. <laughs> <laughs> hope, hope you enjoyed Guys, thanks this. Thanks so much for having me on. Appreciate it. Oh, hey, yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, we. You know, hey, we don't do a lot of tournament coverage on the show. As a rule, we do. You know, we'll do quick bits, or we'll like. There's only three or four in a year that we really, you know, pack up bits, and then uh, depending on whatever we do at Adepticon, which this year half went in the trash anyway. So, you know, whatever. We don't do it that much, so we can do it once in a while. 
Oh, make sure you check out Skull Bros. Yes. Skullbros. Oh, yeah. SkullBrosAwesome.com. Awesome. What was the last uh, episode number? We don't number them. Oh, that's Technically right. 30, but whatever. Oh. Um, whatever, dude. Yeah. It's, uh, whatever that, that was. That was the one called? where uh, Mikey G went hard in the paint. Oh, that was brilliant. And I, oh my God, I was listening to that. Mikey G's going, I'm like, wow, he, hey. I think we were all a little surprised. I, I didn't know that guy could get that big, you know? He went huge. He called yeah, he, it straight he was out. Big time heat. He, he oh, went yeah. hard thing. Brilliant. All right, folks, uh, see you in a couple of weeks. Later. Later, guys. You've been listening to Garage Hammer. If you like the show, we invite you to join the Garage Hammer community by joining our forums at garagehammer.net slash forum or our Facebook page, Garage Hammer Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter. Follow David at Garage Hammer and follow Chris at Topher Chris U. If you'd like to contact us, you can reach David through David at garagehammer.net. You can reach me, that's Chris, through ChrisU at GarageHammer.net. And you can reach both of us through GarageHammer at Live.com. If you want to help support GarageHammer, check the support page or the show store on our website, or leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, thanks for listening. Put on your Korean equivalent of a 10-gallon hat and we'll get going. Whoa, whoa. Are you saying saucer hat? Oh no! Oh, I don't more think so. racist. Although, <laughs> right? Although, didn't you have that? Weren't you bringing that to? Uh, I'm not bringing that, that now. Oh. It was too awkward. <laughs> Ever since I offended my uh, Asian brother from another mother, oh, that I was, gotta. Uh, dude, I couldn't believe that. I was like, really? I think it, you you brought so much heat. Like that, if he can't stand it, he's got to you know get out of the boiler room or whatever. Yeah, I, I guess mean, so. That guy can snack these. You were in the right. He was <laughs> yeah, oh my God. but the looks I got from, from people from the gas station when we just left, because I was wearing it then, all the whole weekend. Well, I I, that seems to be the problem. You can't just wear that out in public. Right. That is not a public hat. But the thing is, just, it's I'm cosplaying racism. Unless you're racism. running a rickshaw. But it's such a functionally like great hat. That would be amazing, by the way, (laughs) if you showed up with a rickshaw and started giving people rides out of the room to the bar or something. That would be amazing. That'd be ridiculous. (laughs) You're gonna pull your crackers in your liquor (laughs) fridge. Oh my god! Holy crap! Yeah, we'll get we'll get pictures. That'll be our pictures from Packer. We got to get a rickshaw. We'll have Chris you pulling a rickshaw with me and Rotor in the back, like the two <laughs> white, white, Just overweight, so overprivileged Just... white men. It'll be like uh, those old cartoons where the rickshaws tilted all the way back, and I'm like running with my, oh my feet God. in the air. <laughs> oh my god! This is brilliant. This doesn't sound great at all. <laughs> How did we end up here? Oh my god! Why? Why are we recording right now? I've never stopped the recording since we started.